The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. When are we going to start this podcast? Here's my question. Let's at least let's, let's, let's start from the beginning, get all this good shit in. Hopefully yeah, chronologically yeah, yeah. to an extent. <laughs> okay. Chad, do you fancy doing a content warning? Yeah, if you don't like stream language, explicit language, um, and and if maybe you don't agree with something, hey, too bad. I'm going to say it anyways. But hey, listen, if you are offended by sensitive language, maybe even topics, this might not be the episode for you. But if you don't care, then hey, welcome to the episode. I hope you have a good time because honestly, I've been waiting a long time to talk to the guys over at Seesaw Podcast. So let's get into it. <laughs> good man. That's better than you, Cliff. Yeah, I know. That's, that was my problem. <laughs> yeah. Every time you invite someone to do the disclaimer, they always upstage me. Yeah. Even though you've done yeah. it for 75 fucking episodes. Oh, this is what I got. I got complacent. You just replace it with a talk box. Just me and Chad and you. Just like, <laughs> yeah. <and> a talk <laughs> box. <laughs> Yo, listen, if y'all want to do like uh, Seesaw After Dark, I'm your guy because listen, <laughs> I don't think enough people say it how they need to say it anymore because they're so scared. And listen, I get it. It's sensitive time. But um, so much is not said that needs to be said because too many people are afraid. And when it comes to disability, accessibility, inclusivity and diversity, you've got to say it how you need to say it. Yeah, fuck that cut. Welcome to Seesaw Podcast with T and Cleves. Each week, open up a blurry perspective on life. Welcome to Seesaw. We're back once again with a sexy guest, Chad from Hindsight <laughs> is 2200. <laughs> Powerful Chad. Hey, I have been waiting forever to come on. So thank you so much. Yeah, I blame Cleves. You never sexy emails. That's your job. <laughs> Literally your job. <laughs> That, that, that's fair. But no, it's great to have you, man. We've already been chatting for a while, but of mm. course, we're, we're getting to things officially now. But Chad is joining us. Um, Chad, journalist, advocate, YouTuber, podcaster. What don't you do, man? What don't you do? Like, I wouldn't be surprised <laughs> you turn around and say you brew your own beer as well. And have, I wish. Um, the only thing I don't do is sleep. And I'm not even joking. Like there, there are nights where I'm doing emails well until like three in the morning, because honestly, I have always prided myself in knowing that I can outwork the rest of my competition. I have mm-hmm. such a determination and drive to just be that type of person that is looking for guests and trying to find the best content possible. So, um, hey, if you're not up to like eight in the morning, then you're losing out to me. <laughs> <laughs> you know what, Cleves? We're fucked because I can hear the shovel over there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
burying <laughs> every day the world. I went to the there, there eight in the morning though. By me, it's like late afternoons. So I'm already up. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> well, you guys have like what, like a four or five hour advantage to me. Yeah, true. But we go to bed four or five hours early as well. <laughs> mm. uh, but that's great to have you, man. And like, I think what we'll start off with is sort of like your your history of things. But I suppose like, give us a breakdown of like how you got into doing. YouTube and yeah. becoming an advocate and podcasting. Like, what's the story there? It, it's so crazy because I, I never intended for this to be my career. I, I truly need that. So I went to college to be a teacher. I got my bachelor's of arts in history. And I, I so wanted to be a teacher because I loved teaching young kids. And I wanted to be a middle school teacher because I did so much after school programs with them. You know, I even hosted like one of the biggest after-school clubs at um, Baker School, not Baker School, but Riverside School in um, Crestview, Florida for anime because I'm just a big geek. I'm the biggest <laughs> nerd you can ever meet. But yeah, I, I wanted to be a teacher. <laughs> I never intended for this to be my life. And it sounds so crazy to say this, but as terrible, and I truly mean terrible, because so many people have lost their lives to this just disgusting virus. Um, so the COVID-19 pandemic, I lost my job. So I was working from 2019 to 2021, well, actually 2018 to 2021, as um, a representative for Southeastern Guide Dogs out of Palmetto, Florida. And they're an amazing organization that trains guide dogs and service dogs. So guide dogs for the blind and service dogs for veterans. And I was so lucky to work for them because I received my guide dog that I currently have, Andros. That's a pretty cool I, name. Love that yeah. Name. Yeah. He's, um, <laughs> he's named after the island in the Bahamas. And um, it means man in Greek. So I, I, I have his middle name being Adonis. So I call him my handsome man. <laughs> but um yeah i credit them so much for giving me that first kind of step to making a life for myself if it wasn't for southeastern guide dogs i i wouldn't really have the confidence that i'm doing today and you know have the the drive that i have today so as you know disgusting as the pandemic has been it did start this career because i was working as a philanthropist at southeastern guide dogs raising money for the organization so that they can continue to offer the dogs for free because at southeastern guide dogs they offer everything to the students that apply and are approved for free so you know you can stay there and get the dog and i know you guys know how expensive these dogs are they're not yeah. cheap <laughs> so um it was great to work for them and when i lost my job to the pandemic i did not know what I was going to do. I had no experience in the workforce except for working for Southeastern because I experienced so much discrimination. Um, I was always told, oh, hey, we can't hire you because of X, Y, Z. But I always knew it was because of my vision. And it's because I went to the, the interviews with my guide dog and they just looked at me like, oh, well, we can't have this blind guy, but we obviously can't say we don't want this blind guy. So we're just yeah. going to give a reason that we don't think get us in trouble. You don't so, have enough experience. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. And, <laughs> and what was funny was like, I was told, oh, you don't have customer service experience. And then a friend of mine literally said, I didn't have that experience. And I'm like, well, fuck, I didn't get the job because I'm blind. <laughs> yeah. So when the pandemic happened, I was working as a janitor as a reemployment 
office and I hated working as a janitor because I'm like, why the fuck am I working as a janitor when I've literally raised like 40,000 plus dollars for a nonprofit organization? I'm so overqualified to be a janitor. (laughs) And I mentioned it off air. You know, I got this video of the blind life from Sam Seavey. He had this video of the Orcam. And I just started watching his videos and I was so enthralled by what he was doing that I was just like, I want to be an advocate. So I literally told my parents like, Hey, I'm going to be an advocate and I'm going to start my own YouTube channel. And then hopefully I'm going to start my own um, podcast, which listen for parents, that is the scariest thing you can tell them. Like, <laughs> yeah. Hey, I'm not going to work and make money. I'm going to build my own company. Most parents would be like, no, the fuck you're not. <laughs> you're going to get a paid job. But I literally credit my mom and dad to having confidence and knowing that this is going to pay off eventually. So in March of um, 2022, I, I, I launched the podcast. And March 7th, I had my first guest on. Um, it was my orientation and mobility trainer that I had back in um, middle school. And it's just been so amazing because honestly, if it wasn't for the pandemic and me losing my uh, my job with Southeastern, I probably would not be doing this. So as disgusting and terrible as the pandemic has been, I mean, I guess in a way it has caused me to do this. And now when I look at what I want to do with my life, I don't want to go back to a normal job. I, I want to do this podcast and I want to build it into a platform where other visually impaired or disabled people in general, I don't care what your disability is. If you want to post your own content, I would love to talk to you and maybe talk about doing collaboration and maybe even one day having you be a member of my staff. Because my dream is to have a company that is completely filled with disabled people building up this amazing community because it has given back to me so much. And I feel like I have never at once deserved it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, to be fair, right. You live in Florida. Maybe mm-hmm. if you'd have just, from what I know about Florida, it's full of old people. So maybe if you just hung on for two years, the job market <laughs> would have really opened up for you. There would have been a lot of jobs there that certain people could have no longer have done due to, mm-hmm. Certain mortality rates. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but listen, we're not going to sugarcoat it. There are a lot of retired people. We literally have a, it's called, okay, what is it called? It's called Silver Hawks, I think, so, or Silver Eagle Season. Literally, people from New York and the North come down during the winter season to just kind of chill out here for the next couple of months because they don't like how cold it is up in the North. And they're like, Hey, Florida, it's warm there. Let's get, <laughs> yeah. let's go down and spend a couple months there in Florida. So they come down, they completely make the um, economy just miserable <laughs> because they completely just, Oh my God, I don't drive, but I still get road rage over the people that come down and live here <laughs> because it is just like, ah, just learn to drive. <laughs> but um, listen, I, I love these um, the people that I service. And even if I was to have waited for something to come my way, 
I know I want to be as happy as what I've done today. I, I always tell my mother, um, thank you so much for believing in me because it, it is so scary for parents of a disabled kid, no matter what your disabled um, your disability is, to be like, oh, yeah, I'm going to support you when you're not making any money. And yeah. you are literally leaning into your Social Security because let's be honest, Social Security in the U.S. is stupid. Yeah. It is so fucking stupid. I hate Social Security, but I rely on them so much. So <laughs> yeah. thank you for being just a bunch of dickheads. <laughs> um <laughs> But um, I got my start, really, and I, and I have to shout out Nintendo Life over in the UK. I have followed them for such a long time. You know, growing up as a teenager, I've known them for so long. They, you know, they are a universally known company when it comes to gaming publications and reviews. And to know that they allowed me to publish an article in their publication, it's just insane. It, I still to this day I have it as my pinned comment because I I just don't believe that it happened still. <laughs> um, but to know that they said, "Hey, we're going to give you the opportunity to publish a review on accessibility, not only on the Nintendo Switch as a console, but six of its games." And I mean, I I didn't sugarcoat it, you know. Like with Animal Crossing, I really said a lot of things that were negative about that game because it's not accessible whatsoever yeah. um so like i didn't cut any corners like if there was a game like even breath of the wild i was very critical on saying like listen it's a fun game but it's not accessible whatsoever mm. for the visually impaired and i wasn't afraid to do that and i'm so thankful that they were like you know what we're gonna publish your words exactly and so that good. literally mm allowed me to have this career because it was that article where um Paulina of RNIB Connect Radio I I love RNIB so much and for those that are listening it's the Royal National Institute of Blind People I credit them so much for saying hey guy who has no idea what you're doing we want you to come on and talk about accessibility in video games and we want you to just keep talking about it they literally gave me the platform that I needed to get started. So it's so amazing. And I always say, you know, most of my work literally does come from the UK or from Europe. And I'm just always so happy and appreciative of what the UK is doing and Europe as a whole is doing when it comes to the accessibility scene, because it literally has been responsible for my career. So, why podcast, Chad? Why did you think podcasting, that's for me? When I started this, I just wanted to post videos to my to a YouTube channel. So I started out as a gaming channel with my really good friend, Caden Peverly, who I owe my setup to. I know he he's a professional photographer, so he knows microphones. He knows video. He knows editing. He knows lighting, scening. So I thank him so much for helping me figure everything out because without him, I would not know what the fuck I'm doing. <laughs> I really would. I would have no idea. So I, I thank him so much. And, um, you know, truly, I credit him for giving me a great foundation. I guess when it comes to podcasting, I thought, you know, YouTube is great, but it's very restrictive, to be honest. I mean, mm. unless you get a thousand followers you're not making any money. And yeah. to be 
completely honest, the YouTube market is very, very flooded with people. So I started as a gaming channel, and that is so hard to get a foot in the door because everybody is gaming nowadays when it comes to YouTube. And we're going to stop doing the gaming channel because um, he's moving. And we just, after a year of doing the gaming channel, we saw no growth. Mm. But the future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. But when I come to my vlog channel where I'm doing, you know, stuff like with Iris Vision Live or them as games, which is creating like a Scrabble game for the visually impaired, I've already made more views off of two videos than I have off of almost 100 videos on my gaming channel. It really just shows me that, one, the gaming marketing is just completely flooded. There's just no room to grow. And there still is a market for people that are visually impaired trying to help people live their best disabled life. Yeah, That's where I'm just like, I'm going to do that and I'm going to lean into it as far as I can. The funny thing is, is when um, I created my anchor account, I only did it because I wanted to help Fabrice of the Blind Sanity podcast create the the Guide Dog series that I ultimately was able to help him create. So literally, I I just create the account so that I can record with him uh, to create that series. And I had no idea how to create the the podcast. Like I didn't know what I was going to use in terms of recording. I didn't know anything about editing. So I'm just like, literally, all right, I want to do a podcast, but honestly to be, it's just so that I can work on this amazing mini series that I'm so happy that I was able to create with Fabrice over at the Blind Sanity podcast. You know, then I'm just, you know, you guys really were one of the first podcasts that I came across where I'm just like, definitely want to you know not only work with them but promote them because i freaking love what they're doing but you know one of the things that you said that really did help me was like hey we we record using zoom and then we edit afterwards using a third-party software and that is literally the advice i needed to help me start just stop sitting around saying oh yeah i'm gonna do a podcast and then actually do the podcast I got the Zoom, I created my account, I paid the money, and it's been up, up, and away. I mean, literally, March 7th was the first episode, so we're, we're two months into this amazing journey and crazy journey. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah. I mean, it, it's crazy to think, you know, I just I just published the 29th episode today with um, Stephen Clower of Desmus, which is an amazing company. That's creating software that helps um, graphing calculators. calculators. Yeah. I'm just like, <laughs> it's so crazy to think that I'm talking to these type of people, but I, I literally, I can't give enough credit to you guys for just saying something as simple as, oh yeah, we use Zoom to record and then we edit afterwards. Because literally, that's all I kind of needed to help get me started. And from there, yeah. like I said, it's been up, up and away. So I, I'll admit, I hadn't actually listened to your podcast until today. 
Uh, <laughs> and, and like she was like oh, hopefully you liked it i actually did yeah no i really did but here's the thing right i was flicking through the guests i was like man shit he's got some good people here uh, but then you i see like, fighters yeah. like influencers like, that was like, freaking insanity i i i i when i told my parents like hey so um i'm interviewing a usc fighter they're like what i'm like <laughs> yeah i'm inter- interviewing a legit usc fighter like at one point, one of the best middleweights in the world. I'm interviewing him. And even I was like, how the fuck am I doing this? <laughs> like, this- literally, I was so afraid one night that I woke my sister up because I'm like, ah! <laughs> Just screaming over the fact that I get to interview Alan Belcher. Honestly, I don't know what possessed me to do <laughs> <laughs> I listen to so much podcast and I just love being able to talk to people who are servicing this community, not just the blind, but whether it be cognitive, sensory, auditory, whatever disability you are. I love to talk to them and start that conversation and grow the community. So for me, podcast was something that I had to do. So I started it in March 7th and my God has it been an amazing journey. That's awesome, man. But I, I love how you say like service in the community because, like, when you it say sounds that, sexual. No, that, that's what when my <laughs> wife, my went to. Unfortunately, it's like Chad's doing that like, servicing is like telling people about amazing things, and seesaw is that dirty whore around the back yeah. who <laughs> the patient, <laughs> yeah, with an open palm and an eager smile. <laughs> And and listen to all my guests that have been on this podcast. I truly wonder why did you choose? (laughs) Why did you choose me? Because I'm such a nobody, and I have so much self conscious just issues. And I don't think it's uncommon for disabled people to be like, I don't think I'm shit, and I don't think I deserve to talk to people like be my eyes. Or Sam C via the Blind Life, or the two blind brothers. The fact that I have been able to talk to every single person that has influenced me to want to do my podcast and be an advocate is mind boggling. It just is amazing to know that I can have these conversations with these people that I respect 100% and think are so much bigger to me and to just create this dialogue because I think what is so important nowadays, and especially as we have become more and more remote is that we create exposure to this community because it is so important that we tell people about our stories, our experiences. So I am just so thankful for every guest. I don't care whether you are the past, the present or the future. I will always be humbled and surprised when you say yes to being on my podcast. How do you decide on your guests? How do you how do you pick the ones that you want to do? <laughs> you know what? Uh, I, I would just say the same thing because you know what? You're amazing, Chad. But oh, how, the fuck do you get, how the fuck do you get half the guests you do? The like, sheer determination by the sound of God. it. You gotta want them in the first place, haven't you? You got you gotta think to yourself, like, look, yes, this is yes, be yes, interesting yes, to you. talk to. Yeah, I, I think our second guest was someone who was pissed off of us. Honestly, to my guests, thank you so much for coming on the podcast because I, I don't know what I've done to uh, to gain such 
response. I mean, honestly, I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> I'm still so new. I'm literally like, I'm only two months into this podcast. And when I email people like Sam with a blind life, because of course, we, you know, we bring him up because he's such a great advocate. When I email these people, I don't expect anything. I'm just like, they're going to be like, all right, cool. He's a blind guy. We're a blind, we're, we're blind guys. Who cares? But when they respond to me and they say, hey, we want to come on your podcast. I'm just like, you want to be on my podcast? Because I'm like, well, me think about the blind life. He makes so much money off of these companies. I mean, literally, I've talked to some of the people that send them their products and he's making several thousand dollars off of these videos that he is just debuting and promoting. And I'm just like, man, you don't need to be on my podcast. Why the hell are you on my podcast? But I think the thing, when I pick a guest, I want to make sure that it is a guest that I believe in, that I support. So I will never accept the guest that I don't support. I really go through a process of making sure that when I bring on a guest on the show, that one, I am interested in them, and two, that I can create a conversation, a dialogue, because to me, that's the most important thing that you can do with your guests, is to create a dialogue, a back and forth to where not only are you asking questions, but you are getting answers that, wow, I've never really thought of it that that way. Because I think it's so important that you learn something from every guest that you have on the podcast. So I never have a guest where I'm like, oh yeah, I had no questions for you. I know exactly who you are and what you're serving. I want my guests to talk about things that I have no fucking idea what they're talking about. (laughs) (laughs) Because to me, that's great because I'm learning something and I want to learn something with every guest I have, like with Deathmas, the um, company that creates the software for graphing calculators. I have no idea about graphing calculators. I was a history major. I went to history so I didn't have to do math. So I love having a guest on this podcast is going to talk about something that, to be honest, I really don't want to talk about, or I don't have really a big desire to talk about. So to have those guests that are going to not only talk about something that I'm not really familiar with, but my guests are going to learn a lot from, that is what inspires me and motivates me to have them on the podcast. And you've had some great guests as well. Like you've had some really Oh my goodness. (laughs) I am so thankful every day. I mean... I will never get to a point where I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm talking to two blind brothers. I'm talking to Seesaw Podcast. I'm the big guy. Yeah, I'm the big guy. He's like that every week when he's like, I'm talking to Cleves from Seesaw. (laughs) I will never get to that point because I'm too humble and respective of a person to believe that. When I get a guest on this podcast, I always say like, what the fuck did I do to deserve this? Because when I have guests like Be My Eyes, Guy Dogs of UK, I mean, I could go down a list of my guests. And to this day, I'm just like, why did you agree to come on my podcast? Because I'm a nobody. And to mm. know that they really just love 
what I'm putting out to the public and putting out to the community, it makes me know that I'm doing the right thing. Because honestly, I will never get too big to the point where I'm like, oh, yeah, you got to pay me $300 to come on your podcast. No, 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 no. <laughs> pay me $5 and I'll come on your podcast because I want to <laughs> That's what we got you now, Chad. That's what we got you now, man. <laughs> it costs us life. I, <laughs> I truly want to be the person that is using my platform to further progress this community because to me, this community has given back to me more than I can ever repay. So I, I, I thank people like Seesaw Podcast, That Thing Called Inclusion, Blind Sanity Podcast. I thank these people so, so much because when I was just starting out, I had no idea what I was doing. <laughs> and I thank you guys so much for giving me the advice and continuing to talk to me when you literally could have just been like, hey, dude, fuck you. <laughs> just do it yourself. But I thank you guys so much because it has truly influenced me and made me a better person. So, you know, thank you guys so much. And to everyone that's listening, thank you so much for all the feedback because it's just made me a better person and it's just made the podcast a better platform for the, the disability community. Do you know what? You know when I said earlier before we went on there that uh, you could have made a, a great summary speech? I think that one was a good one as well. I feel like, you, I feel like you've got it in you. You should. That's what you should do. You should, you should, be, you should be doing fucking TED talks or some shit. <laughs> no TED. You can't do TED talks. <laughs> You know, the funniest thing about that is um, I was trained by a phenomenal speaking coach. Her name is Kimberly Wild, and she runs Strat- um, what was it? Samurai St- Strategic. So it's out of California, and literally what they do is they train people to do TED Talks. <laughs> nice, so nice. when I was with Southeastern Guide Dogs, they were so amazing to give me that speaking coach. and you know, build me up as a keynote speaker because I truly do credit Southeastern Guide Dogs for helping me to become a speaker because honestly, I was not this vocal when I started my career. I was so shy. I was the type of person like, hey, if you said something to me, I probably would agree with you just to not cause controversy. Um, (laughs) But now because of that training I've got, I'm not afraid to say, anything whether it's controversial or not and hopefully my audience will understand whether i say the wrong thing or not they will support me and know that it comes from a place of sincerity and goodwill that's amazing (laughs) right well hey thank you guys so so much um just before we go again if um you guys would like to follow the podcast hindsight is 20 slash 200 it is on Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Please, I really do hope you guys will support the podcast. And um, there is a Twitter page. It's 2200 Hindsight, 2200 Hindsight. Please, I, I would love your support. But more than ever, if you don't support my podcast, please support Seesaw Podcast. Um, they, 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 I love thank it. you guys so, so much. It's been amazing. I have been waiting for this for so long. And it is such a big feather in the cap to be able to say that I was on Seesaw Podcast. Nice. Cheers, man. Cheers, man. Cheers, Chad. We'll chat you soon, man.
Thanks for listening to the Seesaw Podcast. You can find us on Twitter at Seesaw Pod, Facebook, Reddit, Instagram, and YouTube at Seesaw Podcast. You can also email us at seesawpodcast at gmail.com. Like, rate, review, subscribe, and then you can also find us on TikTok, but get us on all the other places. This podcast was recorded in front of a blind audience. Um, if you guys are not subscribed yet to the Seesaw Podcast, what the fuck? <laughs> yes, I'm keeping it on pod- every episode. Get, get subscribed <laughs> to them. What are you doing? It's right. the whiskey. It's making me speak. <laughs>